Hare Krishna. Uh, welcome, 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 welcome from Purijam uh, Prabhu and my side. Uh, we are so delighted that you have come here as Prashanta. Prashanta was most probably in ecstasy when she said, this is since 22, 21 we have this. No, no, it's 2001. And I remember when we started uh, coming here, there was not this first class uh, wall and also not the hole in the wall <laughs> through which we all have come. No, we had to climb under barbed wire uh, and sit here. And uh, the early photos of the Govardhan retreat show a few non-human participants. There was always a white uh, bull uh, behind us. And I remember I was never sure, if I, maybe if I speculate, he will <laughs> charge at me. Maybe he was sent by Lord Balaram. To, uh, there were also many mm, parrots and see that hole in the tree there? Uh, can you see this? In this, It's a neem tree as far as, yes. That was inhabited by a pair of parrots, but these parrots were speaking parrots. They, they were, well, not speaking human language, but they would make comments on the lectures like when something was very exciting and nectarian, they would just go, wow, full support, cheers. Uh, and uh, it was really, an, the dam interacted with us. Maybe you will see, he has not yet come, but he comes usually in the morning time to the earliest lecture. It's a, it's a dog who listens to the whole Qatar, and sometimes he cries because... He cannot chant. He has uh, non-human vocal cords. So he is a very special dog also. Yes, so we started uh, with a simple program. Our program was always to su supply nourishment to our souls by basically chanting, hearing about Krishna from the Srimad Bhagavatam and the Goswami texts, and then also reflecting about it, asking the question, what could this mean for me? And uh, over the years, uh, this has grown <coughs> to so more and more and more, uh, and finally, Giriraj supplied us with this Govardhan retreat center, which I think all of us have seen already. For us, Burijan Prabhu and myself, this is uh, um, not due to us or due to the team who built it. Uh, it is a direct reciprocation of Giriraj to... Um, the efforts of the devotees to praise Krishna and to hear Krishna. We are very convinced that Giriraj will interact with each single one of you uh, if you uh, approach him 
like this. Yeyatamang prapatyante tangstataiva bhajamyatam. Lord Krishna gives this formula of divine communication. He says, in the degree someone surrenders unto me, I will reveal myself accordingly. I think all of us who come here uh, have questions in our lives. All of us who come here would like to move forward in our lives. All of us who made the long journey and came out here uh, think of deepening their spiritual lives. You uh, will not go empty-handed or without any answers to your questions from this place. If you uh, uh, learn this, uh, or if you observe this one thing, that Krishna will reciprocate with you uh, in the degree you turn to him. I request you really to remain mindful or to even start your day in a mindful way. There is Giriraj, the greatest servant of Lord Hari, who likes to encourage and inspire and support his devotees. So if you start your day and maintain your day with this consciousness, I really, really we, we, not that I just believe, we have seen over the 20 plus years where this is going on, that devotees have gotten answers, they have, have gotten the support they needed, and they had, uh, in some cases, breakthrough experiences. So, this is not the retreat of the Govardhan Retreat Center team. It is your retreat, your personal uh, retreat uh, that will uh, give you your personal answers in your spiritual life. And please remain my mindful uh, and uh, I wish you sincerely all the best. And I cannot help but say thank you so much for making this decision to spend a week just hearing and chanting in the, under the wish-fulfilling trees of Giriraj. Um, and may you all be, be blessed. May all what you, um, all your desires, your spiritual desires be fulfilled. May you be healed in some cases. May your um, uh, doubts be removed. May you feel very blissful in Krishna consciousness afterwards. So, welcome, welcome. With this, we turn to our Burijan Prabhu, our Krishna Burijan Prabhu. Ah, our Giriraj Maharaj has also come there. <laughs> we always feel when Giriraj visits us, Giriraj visits us. Hare <laughs> Krishna. Uh, because we've all come from very different places. Mentally, we've had our, all have had our experiences in this life, this year, this week, and even today coming. And we all essentially are different individuals. Yeah. 
but even all their rooms and their apartments here are filled. So, <laughs> um, I would suggest that we all just close your eyes and just listen to the sounds of Vrindavan so close to Giraj Govanan and just concentrate your consciousness just on hearing, just right now. Go ahead. thousands of years, um, devotees have been celebrating the fact that Krishna lifted Govanan Hill to protect his devotees from the terrible onslaught of the rains of Indra, not only rains, but hail, thunder, and clouds. And the essence of the event was that everyone simply took shelter of Krishna and everyone's consciousness was focused on Krishna. And it is said um, by Sri Kabi Kanapur that as the clouds were thundering and lightning and the rain was falling, the experience of Giraj Govardhan was just ecstasy. He did not experience any difficulty or any pain because he was smelling the fragrance of Krishna's breath as he breathed in and out while holding up Govanan Hill. So all the Vrishbasis, all the cows, even though there were hundreds and thousands of cows, and all the living entities in Vrindavan, although Indra tried to annihilate them all, they all found their shelter underneath Govardhan Hill. Govardhan Hill is a shelter, and during our retreat, we hope that we will all get the shelter of Guru Govardhan. So many things may happen on the surface, but there is a shelter, a welcoming shelter, in the presence of and his pleasure, Kiraj Govardhan's pleasure is to serve the devotees 
and therefore he is known as Haridas Savaras, the best of the servants of Lord Hari. He loves to serve the devotees whose desire is to serve Krishna. So to request as a very good opening step to find our desires or rather focusing our desires and um, putting them the best of our desires let us say and placing them before Giraj Govardhan I requested everyone face Giraj Govardhan right now and if you haven't introduced yourself to Giraj Govardhan you can introduce yourself <laughs> quietly and in your prayerful mind and and you can speak to Giraj Govardhan because Giraj Govardhan is a person a special person a special person who reciprocates with other special persons. So try to pull into your heart, into your consciousness, the best of your desires, the most finest, subtle, transcendental desires that you have within the treasure of your heart. We often don't think of how we would like to be ultimately and what we would like to do ultimately and who we'd like to ultimately serve. We get so caught in the, the tangle of our minds. But here in front of Giraj Govardhan, please place in your heart, in your mind, directly in your consciousness, the best of your desires. I would now like to read a prayer written by Srila Rupa Goswami. There are eight verses in which he prays to Giraj Govardhan. And at the, at the end of each of the prayers, he says, um, Oh, Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. So when I say that, either aloud or in your mind, please repeat, Oh, Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. So Srila Rupa Goswami first prays, O hill filled with peacocks who madly dance to the music of the flute in Lord Govinda's mouth. O hill that is splashed by the high waves of Radhakund. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desire. Please fulfill my desire. 
goddess of prison, the goddesses of prison, astounded by your glory, described as the best servant of Lord Hari. O hill that fills all directions with the most wonderful splendor, O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. I was listening to a lecture of Srila Prabhupada in the last few days where he was explaining that as living entities, as, as individuals, we have desires. As souls, we have desires. We can't avoid desiring. But now, let us express the best of our desires to generalize Govardhan. Oh, Hill, that with your, with your palatial caves and clouds that are the moon's friends, O hill that with your palatial caves and clouds that are the moon's friends pleases the supreme personality of Godhead. O hill the water of whose swiftly flowing streams is the color of lapis lazuli. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. O hill whose peaks are splendid with mineral colors, washed with love, and suitable to decorate the Supreme Lord, who is, the, the, who is himself the eternal decoration of all the worlds. O hill whose valleys eternally resound with the joyful sound of the flute. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. O Govardhan, please fulfill my O hill whose rocks are the regular sitting places of Lord Krishna. O charming friend of the Sarabi cows. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. O hill that stopped the destructive clouds. O hill that defeated Indra and made him harmless. O hill that ended Indra's hatred of your relatives, the hills and mountains. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. Please fulfill my desires. O hill that became an umbrella above the handle of the Supreme Lord's arm. O hill very appropriately named. O hill, Lord Krishna ordered to be worshipped in a Vedic Yajna. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. O friend of Srimati Radharani's transcendental pastimes, O hill in whose forest groves she dropped her necklaces and bracelets, O hill decorated with the Rasalila, O Govardhan, please fulfill my desires. Finally, O King of Hills, O dear friend of the black cloud Krishna, I pray that to whoever reads or hears these eight verses glorifying you, the Lord of your heart, Sri Krishna, will quickly grant 
granting the intense bliss of pure love happily except amongst his associates. That is the prayer of Srila Rupa Swami. Now just take a moment to add a little more of your own deep prayers to the beautiful and glorious hill known as Giridharas Govardhan. Shrimati Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namane Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharane Nirvasesha Sanyavadi Vaskatya Dejitarane So I would like to add my words of encouragement to everybody who is here to take shelter of this special place to spend some time sitting by the side of Giriraj and to try to go through your thoughts, your circumstances and find, as we heard the, con the concept, to find the best of your desires, to refine your consciousness because that opportunity is actually very much available here. When I arrived this visit, uh, it was for the Govardhan Puja celebration, and I had still just received uh, the opportunity to travel through the Singapore airport for eight hours, and then the Delhi airport, and then the taxi ride out here, and I came straight into a group like this of very enthusiastic devotees listening to the glories of Kiriraj. And I must say, for me, my head was spinning. And I felt a little bit uncomfortable or out of place because I couldn't capture my, the best of my consciousness or even focus my consciousness deeply on where I was. And that gave me a sense that I'm, um, I'm here, but I'm not capable of proper appreciation for being here. And for one moment only, it felt like it's almost better not to be here and unable to focus. Uh, it's better to be somewhere else because it's so difficult to bring my attention with me. But it didn't take very long, actually because the atmosphere here, it's very steady. It remains here. It's like you can come here and visit Kiriraj, go back across the road, go do so many things and come back, and there he is again as soon as you come back. And he's very friendly. And although it's very hard for the logical reason and reasoning mind to accept that a hill has feelings or personality or it can take incentive. Nevertheless, you spend some time here and slowly, slowly, slowly you find or quickly, quickly, quickly that you're climatized to the atmosphere and it becomes something that um, makes full sense to you. You may not be able to explain it to your friends back in wherever you came from, but it makes deep and real sense to you. And my speciality, I must admit, is to do with these trees, 
Um, I've always had a liking for the trees of Vrindavan, and these two trees have been, we've been sitting under these two trees for a very long time. One, two, yes. So I found something to read to you, just a little taste of the trees of Vrindavan under which we are sitting. The splendid trees of Rajabhumi are perfectly spiritual in nature and full of all potencies. They are just like the incarnations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Just as the conditioned souls misunderstand the spiritual nature of the Supreme Lord's incarnations, in the same way they misunderstand the glory of these trees in Raj. The trees in Vrindavan are completely spiritual and endowed with various powers. Yet these trees, as well as the Lord himself, appear to be material to the material eye. So please don't feel uncomfortable or disappointed if you look at the trees with your material eye and they appear to be material. But the good fortune is with our material ear, we can hear something of what we cannot see with our material eye. And as we hear about the Dham, we hear about Giriraj, we hear about these trees, how they have a completely different nature than what we can perceive, then we find ourselves in an opportune situation to actually deeply pray, to make some deep spiritual progress. Nobody should make a difference between the dams on earth with those in the spiritual sky. One should not think of these dams here, we're here in Vrindavan, as material and that the original ones in the spiritual world, they're spiritual. Both of them are spiritual. And it is for us only who cannot experience anything beyond matter in the present condition stage that the dance of the Lord, as well as his deity form, they appear before us resembling matter in order to give facility to see spirit with material eyes. So as we're sitting here in Vrindavan, looking at everything with our material eyes, we're actually seeing spirit. And as we pray, as we try to refine our consciousness by what we're hearing, what we're experiencing, you can see that the Vrindavan, it, it, it's, it's alive. It will, it will exchange with you. You'll have your own small experiences that someone else may say, oh, that sounds just like something or something else. But to you, it will touch your heart in such a deep way that it can change something in you permanently. So please take advantage of this time that we have together and I wish you all the very best.
while you're here and also thereafter. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Jackpenny had a question. That quotation that you read, where did it come from? Did you write it? <laughs> I didn't write it. Do you know where it came from? <laughs> it was certainly nice. It had spiritual power. And it revealed so much. Because as you said, so much of, um, of what we see is on the surface of reality. Actually, in so much of the 11th canto of the Bhagavatam discusses that everything that is material is actually not material at all. It's actually Krishna, Krishna's energies, not in an impersonal way. But everything is, is coming from Krishna. And we often don't see that. We often see things as, as separated from Krishna. And therefore, we tend to objectify things and see them as if they were meant for, I see them as if meant for my pleasure. And this is the, um, this is the result of a hankar, false ego. Specifically, a hankar, it gives us the, the curse of seeing things as if they're separate from Krishna and seeing people as if they're separate from Krishna seeing events as if they're separate from Krishna where everything is ultimately connected with Krishna. So what to speak of everything, this land of Vrindavan is Krishna's own land. It is like a king who, who the, the ordinary citizens, some, the outlaw, criminal type of citizens, they don't even recognize the existence of the government and the king. And then the good citizens, they recognize that there is order and governance, but they never see the king. But then the, the trusted servants of the king, they are allowed to enter into the king's um, dabar, or his court, and they get to see the king standing um, or sitting on his throne, and they, along with his queen and the guards surrounding him, and when you walk into the throne room, you naturally are like this, filled with reverence because the king represents power. And the ordinary citizens shouldn't really see beyond that. They shouldn't see that the king is a person. They should just see his power so that they will obey the laws of the government. And in one second, the king can say, off with his head, armies, do this, or he can say, bring this person some gold. So when everyone walks into the king's dabar, no one pulls out their cell phones and tries to do a selfie in front of the king, and people dress in their proper best clothes, not in their um, jeans or something like that, and when they're in front of the king, you don't carry on a side conversation with one of your friends. You are like this when you're in front of that kind of power. But then at some point, the king stands up. And when the king stands up, and the queen stands up, the guards stand up, and everyone in the dabar stands up. Everyone in the, the court stands up. 
And then the king slowly walks to the door. The guards open the door, and the king and queen walk out the door, and the doors close. And what does the king do when he walks out that door? It doesn't. It isn't that he ceases to exist, but he takes his crown off, and he can joke with his queen. He can play with the children. His joking goes back and forth and back and forth. And the ordinary people should not see what's in that kingdom because they'll think that the king is an ordinary man and then I don't have to follow the law. But actually, the king is a person. The king is a person and in his own private quarters, the king can just relax and act as just as he likes act in such a way with the most beloved and trusted associates of his. He can allow his son or grandson to ride on his, his back and he can be a horse, make believe he's a horse. He can just relax and exchange love with those who love him the most. And because they love him the most, they are the most trusted individuals. So here in Vrindavan, this is the land. Krishna's personal quarters where he can act just as he likes. And everyone who comes here, and Prabhupada even said this, that even when a non-devotee comes to Vrindavan, they will experience separation from Krishna. There's just something in the atmosphere. And everyone perceives that behind a curtain that they don't even see, but behind the curtain, there is something going on here that is most wonderful. That is Vrindavan. That is the King, um, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, acting not with his power, although he never loses his power, but acting with his beloved devotees in a way that exchanges love with them. That is Vrindavan. And that land of Vrindavan is the gift, a relationship with Krishna in the land of Vrindavan is the gift of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of Srila Prabhupada, um, and his, you know, it was the great gift that we are meant for. So if you would like to um, take a glimpse behind the curtain, you better be qualified. <laughs> or have some, yeah. Yeah, perhaps we don't deserve to, to enter behind the curtain so easily. But the more that we desire to be there, the more that we develop our love for Krishna, the more we develop that love for Krishna, the more trusted we are. And then that trustedness is what gives us access, the love of Krishna and the trustedness that we won't try to exploit the land of Vrindavan for ourselves, that we are here, like every other entity is here in Vrindavan, to serve. So please put on your serving moods and let this retreat um, help you enter into, behind the curtain, into the realm of Sri Vrindavan Dham. Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale 
sown in the heart to sprout and their growth. So, yes, this uh, Govardhan retreat is a facility for you to hear and chant, to hear about Krishna and to chant his holy names. You, we will hear a lot in the Govard, this Govardhan retreat from the Srimad Bhagavatam, but also from Srila Rupa Goswami and from Jiva Goswami. It will be really a flood of hearing and chanting. It will go through you. It will wash out what is does not belong there in your heart. And it will help this uh, this, uh, this bhakti that is already there in seed form in each single one of your hearts to, to sprout and to reach the kingdom of God. That's how you get into the secret chamber of God. That's how the curtain can part. That's how you can even go through the glaring effulgence that surrounds God. Nobody you can come there. My dear devotees, this Govardhan retreat also requires a personal effort on your side. I was actually moved uh, yeah, partially to tears when I did an extracurriculum pilgrimage uh, this year and the later part of the year. Matsya Avatar, myself, Kostuba, and a few devotees went actually to uh, Mount, uh, Mount Veritas, um, where St. Francis had a personal account, encounter with God. It is described that he had, uh, it was towards the last part of his life, he had really a deep, deep question, um, which only he felt only the Lord himself could answer this question. It was, you know, he had uh, started a fraternita, that means a brotherhood of practicing monks, but at a certain stage, the Catholic Church uh, put two conditions to this uh, brotherhood. They said, either we burn you uh, publicly on the marketplaces, uh, by being heretics who uh, practice outside of the Roman Catholic Church, or you accept an institutional guideline, an order that is sanctioned by Pope Urban. So, uh, San Francisco, San Francis didn't want both of these options. He didn't want to be burned. Um, his brotherhood, he didn't want his brotherhood to be burned, certainly not. But he certainly did not want to lose the spontaneity, the freshness, the um, surrender which he had uh, uh, developed by uh, coming under the control of an institution which was known at that time to be corrupt with a desire for money and uh, political power. So he didn't. His brother looked for him for guidance. Should we uh, be 
die schon wie verloren oder schon wie gehoben oder kann man also der Control of the Church oder schon wie schon wie have to flee for the rest of the life from the uh, Inquisition. He really, this was really severe and he in his heart of hearts opted for well, then let's go underground, but let's not lose what we have gained, the fresh approach, the purity, that spontaneity, that meeting of the Lord. But then he found out the brotherhood opted we rather be controlled by the church <laughs> than, than be burned. I think that's natural. Maybe you have, would have also opted for this version. Uh, so St. Francis was destroyed. All he had believed in was suddenly taken away from him. And his own order expelled him. He was no longer a Franciscan monk. He was on his own. So he, he, I have a question, is everything you taught me, was it wrong, my dear Lord? And so he went to the Mount Veritas, to the second mountain, and he had only two questions. And I thought these two questions are good for us to ask also. Who am I really? Second question, who are you? I think when we find answers to these two questions, who am I? And then, who are you, Krishna, really? Really, not theoretically, but really. Then uh, our life will get a new life. We will become new and life.
us to find new inspirations. To go on a retreat is almost like going into a waiting room. You're not yet healed. But when the door opens uh, on the other side where the doctor is, you will have an appointment with the doctor who can heal you. To go on the retreat, in other words, means we go into a waiting room of God, of Giriraj, and then uh, come to wait for the appointment with the divine doctor who can give you what you need to progress spiritually. There's a very, very uh, important space, the, the threshold space, you could also call it the waiting room, and for this I recommend to you very much. You all carry something very dangerous with you. It's dressed in a very attractive, harmless, ornamented case. And even this one has even a jewel on it, a lower jewel, an upper jewel, and a side jewel here. But behind it is the contact to the material world, which constantly calls at you, that constantly demands your attention, that constantly distracts you. Be a little bit more aware than usually. Uh, there are, of course, um, voicemails, WhatsApp messages, Instagram, chats, um, things which you may have to uh, attend to because you have uh, carelessly entangled yourself uh, <laughs> in them. But uh, try to minimize it. Try to put your life a little bit on hold. How can something new come to you when you are absolutely absorbed in the old? How can something new come to you when you are absolutely absorbed in the old? Not possible. So therefore, we always say, you go on your retreat, minimize distraction, um, minimize them. Also, outside the sessions, um, try to keep the spiritual energy by discussing uh, either the subject of the sessions or discussing questions, how did you come to Krishna consciousness, what obstacles did you overcome and how, you know, have spiritual talk, remain, make this a week of spiritual input. Why? Because here in the Holy Dharma, your spiritual activities receive a support you, you, can't, you can't imagine. It's almost like a very gentle, yet very strong breeze that can push your little boat forward if you set up the sail, not if you catch it. Um, there is a very nice uh, quotation I'm, um, I want to paraphrase for you. It's, it is said that pilgrimage, we have all come out here, the pilgrimage, um, is an essential part of the ninefold process of bhakti. I won't explain this. Uh, most of you are older, you know. Uh, but, and it, it's called Pada Sevana, worshipping the lotus feet of the Lord. You know, we're sitting right here at the lotus feet of the Iraj. Pil 
which is part of Parasevana. At the same time, a pilgrimage contains all the other eight elements of devotional service and supports them. For instance, at places of pilgrimage, it's so much more easier and natural to hear Shravanam and talk or sing Kirtanam about Krishna. On a place of pilgrimage, it is so much more easier to practice Smaranam or meditating about Krishna. Bhujan Prabhu, when he said, okay, stop everything, sit now and face Kiri Raj, and we heard uh, this prayer of Rupa Goswami, I had the feeling 50% of you could not catch or, uh, what he was reading, but you were uh, in a good space, you heard the good vibration, um, but uh, still, uh, from time to time, have you noticed some very good sentence came through you? You may not be able to have followed the entire uh, prayer, and you may be uh, uh, challenged if someone would ask you, what was the prayer about? Can you repeat uh, at least seven points from the prayer? You would go like, no. But something about fragrance of Kiriraj, uh, something about parrots, something about the waves of Radakund, something at least in my dull brain, something pierced through. No? And uh, you can meditate at a holy place much easier. We will do many times uh, some meditation here. Then, the deity, my dear devotees, is right here. Devotees have come to the Govardhan retreat center and they asked, where is the altar? Where is the deity? We have said, do some of you worship Kiriya, Shilas, or Singhasan? Yes, 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 me. Prabhuji, here is the big Giriraj Govardhan. You are blind, so blind. Have you seen your Giriraj at least one time in your life? Your Giriraj can't you recognize him here? <laughs> so, what we have for, to make it easy, we have also put two altars there because we have heard it so often, this question. We see in, say in Germany, one doesn't see the forest from all the trees. <laughs> so, you see. So, the presence of the deity here, Giriraj is right here, and shows that we can serve him you can also vandanam, offer prayers to him. And you can also, that will come, you will see, consider yourself as a servant of the Lord and, and uh, offer yourself to Giriyaj in perfect surrender. So, basically, what we are doing here is we are uh, trying to put fresh energy into the nine and practices of devotional service. 
My dear devotees, I must admit to you, devotees have offered me an e-bike. Do you know what that is? You, it's a normal bicycle, but you can charge it in the night, and then it has an electromotor. And normally these e-bikes go, at least in Germany, 20 kilometers an hour. But I've said, I might accept your gift if you can tune the e-bike to 50 kilometers an hour. Because then I can go swiftly in the town. I don't need to drive. And I can go swiftly here and there. And then I might accept this gift. So we have found a tuning shop that can tune the motor uh, from 20 to 50 kilometers. And you might see uh, 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 the flash of a swami flashing by. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm not yet decided. Uh, uh, it's good to minimize material objects. But I wanted to use this as an example. There are ways, they are even legal in Germany, by which you can tune up the performance of a bike here is a very wonderful tuning uh, place where your devotional service can get new strengths so that it will be uh, that you will be able to overcome obstacles uh, um, where you have maybe in the past hit the brick wall you could not overcome it also uh, and that is much more important you could maybe experience, not maybe for sure experience, that your attachment to Krishna will come become very personal. It will become very, very, um, uh, how do you say, uh, um, very uh, alive. The greatest problem we face, especially when we are older in devotional life, is stagnation on the spiritual level. Um, this is for almost everyone there who is practicing longer since five years or so. No? And so in this Govardhan retreat, we do hope really to uh, uh, help you, but it will only work for you if you understand it's your personal retreat. Bojan Prabhu and his good wife are very qualified, uh, but uh, in Bhakti, no one can do what you need to do yourself for you. Uh, uh, so it is very important mm, that uh, we mm, uh, uh, use the time properly. I will leave you with three tips and a little exercise. My first tip is attend fully. There will be some sessions that are optional, but some uh, three sessions which I think are very important for you. Uh, the first is uh, there is a morning session at 10.30. Then there is an afternoon session at 4 o'clock. And then there is an evening session starting at 7 o'clock, I would highly recommend to you 
attend fully. There's also a guided Java session in the morning. That is optional. Maybe you wish to attend in your rooms and so on. The second advice is minimize distraction. And the third advice is please take time to reflect on what you have heard. Reflection is as important in spiritual life as digestion is in the eating. When you eat and eat and eat and you never stop to digest, even the best food turns into toxic. So when you hear and hear and hear and you don't time, you don't take time to reflect, you will enter the, the zone of stagnation. It will not really be of any, oh, it will be of some use, but not of the highest use. I would like to request you now to turn to your neighbor. Quickly, please all take part in your, in this retreat, in this exercise. And discuss with your neighbor what you could do personally to take, uh, to, to participate uh, for maximum benefit in the retreat. It will be only for two or for three minutes, so please be fast. So, Hare Krishna, you heard what your neighbor said. One thing which might be helpful is if you, uh, talk, whenever you meet your neighbor, the present neighbor of the entry session, your neighbor of the entry session, you might ask him, not in the way of a policeman, but uh, how is it going? <laughs> With, uh, are you able to keep your, what we discussed, uh, and so on? but not in a way of a policeman in a supportive way. My dear devotees, uh, it gets dark, have you noticed? <laughs> uh, and uh, cool. I request you now to make your way to the Sri Hari Kirtan Stali, or short Kirtan Stali, that is a big building, 